Welcome to You Are Loved, a podcast with open conversations about healing after suicide and suicide prevention. Join me as we discuss how you can heal after losing a loved one to suicide. Discover how others found hope again in their moments of darkness and how you can truly scatter hope to those who need it most of all. When you do, you can save their life. I'm your host, Crystal Partney. I am a best-selling author, speaker, and suicide grief coach. Together, we can heal. Remember, you are loved. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the You Are Loved podcast. Like I was sharing in the previous episode, today we're going to be focused on my new book coming up and coming out towards the end of August. The title of the new book is Scattering Hope, A Guide to Healing After Losing a Loved One to Suicide. As I shared in the previous episode, we're going to be focusing on these next chapters or the last chapters of the book. And I am just thrilled to be sharing this with you, this good news that of about the book, how it is a guide and can really serve that need that you guys are are seeing in your own life of what are next steps for me? How can I begin to heal after this tragedy and truly have it be a guide and as well as a companion guide to the journal that I wrote, the 30-day journal to guide and comfort those left behind after suicide. I shared in the previous episode why I wrote the book, why I felt it was not only necessary, but it was also extremely therapeutic for myself to be able to write it and how you can read it. And I am honored to be your guide as I'm able to walk with you alongside your grief. So today, Moving on to chapter seven, I'm talking about something unique, and that is honoring your loved one's memory. I know at times it can feel like that there is, there's so many things that we tend to reminisce about and being able to remember our loved ones and really honor our loved ones and how I felt like at times we don't do this often enough that we can remember and then it becomes something that that's all we think about that's all we remember but in order to process our grief and move to completion work as they say and I shared about grief recovery that they coined the term completion work. And that's simply saying that you are able to, to do that in a way that is honoring them to the fullest and being able to remember them, not just the heavy or the unpleasant moments, also remember the good so it's that that yin and yang it's the the it's both right so oftentimes we think well I can only think of the good times and I'm choosing to only think about the good times 
but we have to also acknowledge that there was some unpleasant times and being able to work through them and process them in a healthy way is what grief recovery is all about. So I'm, I'm not going to dive too deep into grief recovery. I'm going to be sharing this in an, in a later episode, but I'll be sure to include a link so that you're able to, to discover what it is that I'm talking about. And also, of course, be sure to tune into a later episode where I dive even further into grief recovery and how that has completely transformed my own life for the better. And it's allowed me to enjoy and to be present and more importantly, to find peace again in my life. And I know that if you're listening, I'm I can almost guarantee that that's one of the things that I know you are searching for too. You're searching for that peace that you have been longing for. Maybe it has been years, but being able to find peace in your life again is so important. And it's exactly why I wrote the book and it's what I would wish and and hope for you as well. So that is chapter seven is one. Chapter eight is a little, again, a unique approach to healing. And I want you to celebrate your loved one's life. As I shared so often, their death can be sort of overshadow their life. That's not what I would want for you. And as I shared in a previous episode, to overshadow her beautiful life. And that was why I ultimately decided to celebrate my sister and remember these good times and choose to celebrate her life and how I'm remembering ways. And chapter nine, we talk about hope and how we can scatter hope to those people who we may not be even realize that they're hurting inside that they are struggling and that they just need help. And I know that it sounds so simplistic and what you can stitch on the back of a pillow or whatever have you, right? It's, well, I have a sign, right? It's, it's always a sign, right? I have that sign that sits in my bathroom that says, just choose help, right? Like, yay. No, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about this, this like Pollyanna, like false hope. No, I'm talking about the real thing, the real deal, the words, you know, intertwined and always come to mind when I think of hope and to be able to really understand what it looks like to live a life that is peace driven that is not to say that you're never going to have bad days or you're never going to have hard times. That's not what I'm saying here. But what I am saying is that I would be able to to do the very best that I could to make sure that people knew and felt that they mattered and that they are loved and that they could in their moments of darkness know that there was hope and 
the beautiful thing was that you could be that bright light in someone's life and they only needed a sliver of it. When I think back to all of the times when I felt like there was no hope, remembering that all I needed to cling on to was just a sliver of hope, a sliver of light that could be something as simple. And it often is the simple things become the big things, right? I've shared this in a previous episode when it comes to gestures and how our friends can show up for us and how we can create new friendships and how we can support other people who've experienced a similar loss as us and even in our own family dynamics and our friendships how it's these little tiny things that really do begin making up these huge huge things in our life that become paramount and being able to take that and and understand that we have this amazing ability as human beings to recognize and to understand that we're not in this alone, that we can be on the journey together to heal our broken heart and really begin to scatter hope to those people who need it most of all during their time of hardship and struggle and of need. Chapter 10, I I want to emphasize this because it's so important. And to be honest, I wasn't sure if I was going to include this chapter. And why do I say that? It's because I'm talking about ending the stigma, the stigma surrounding suicide, how I felt and still feel that I am and will always be an advocate for living. However, I will say that being a voice to the people that feel like they don't have a voice, being a voice to the voiceless or for the voiceless who struggle behind closed doors, who feel like they don't matter is by far one of the most important things, if not the most important thing you can do as a survivor to suicide, even though I know what it, I remember what it's like. And maybe you're shaking your head saying, Crystal, I'm not surviving anything right now. I see you. And I will understand what it's, I remember what it was like to feel that and to feel like I'm not surviving anything. And to reframe the word survivor instead just being an advocate and saying I'm going to speak up when it's hard I'm going to talk about this tragedy to people who I feel want to listen I'm going to be the voice of people for people that feel like they don't have a voice who feel like they didn't understand what was going on and they felt so lost and so heartbroken and devastated with the throes of life to be tossed around and and just in this cloud of darkness to not feel like there's any hope and I understand and I see you and know that we get the amazing 
and powerful opportunity to end the stigma of suicide. And I know that's a lofty goal. I know that even some people will tell me and, and share openly that that's an impossible goal, but my goodness, I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best to share my sister's story whenever I can. And I would encourage you to do the same when you're ready. And if you feel it's appropriate to those people and even for yourself, even for your own family, your own community, your own neighborhood, and to be able to say that I see you and I may not understand the stories in this, in this circumstances that life has brought upon you, but I am here to support you in any way that I can. And one of that is just simply acknowledge that there is a stigma, that there is something happening, that there is an epidemic beyond proportions that we probably didn't even see coming. And to be an advocate for those people that feel like they don't have a voice. And that's ultimately why I decided to keep this chapter in the book was because even though I know and remember the pain that I experienced, that I didn't want to hear about the stigma because I was now part of the stigma, if that makes sense. In order for me to be the voice that Gina felt she never had. I had to keep this chapter in. So I, I hope that you can understand why I chose to keep the chapter. And, and I really hope that it inspires you to be a voice. Chapter 11, I'm talking about stepping out of pain. I know so often we can wear pain like this badge of honor that if I let the pain go, then that also means that I'm letting go of my loved one, that I'm going to forget them. And that's simply not true. You're never going to forget them. Okay. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't think of my sister and her beautiful life. I always think about her. This is me stepping away from pain and letting the pain stay in the past and choosing hope and being able to say, I'm no longer carrying this with me. You don't get to come with me. You get to stay right here. You've done enough damage. You've done enough heartache. Lord knows you have done a lot of damage. And I want to remain steadfast in my quest for love, for joy, for peace. Chapter 12 is being an example. This is, I believe, my final chapter. And the reason why I said that is I didn't realize that I was being an example, that I wanted and needed to, to remember that I could be that light in someone's dark world, that I could be the person that made that person's day or began to um, be 
that person that really felt called and to be able to be there for someone in their moment of need, to be able to, as I shared, be that bright light in someone's dark world and be able to know and to understand that they are loved, that you are loved, that you can be able to experience that peace that I've been talking about in whatever way that looks like for you, that you can be able to experience love and joy and laughter and happiness and still honor your loved one and remember your loved one and cry if you need to cry and be fully present in this beautiful life that we get to still live. So I hope that you will go pick up your copy and enjoy it and share it with those other people in your life who really do need hope that you can scatter hope to those people who need it. And as a recap of each of the chapters, I will go back from number one and we will unpack the book again in case you have forgotten what each of the chapters is. So the very first chapter, I talk about taking those first brave steps. The second chapter, I talk about that you are not alone. The third chapter, I talk about setting boundaries. The fourth chapter, I talk about knowing your true feelings. Chapter five, I talk about healing holistically. We're taking the holistic approach for every aspect of your life. Chapter six, I talk about forgiveness and how we can forgive not only our loved one, but ourselves in the process. I talk about in chapter seven, honoring our loved one's memory. Chapter eight, I talk about celebrating your loved one's life. Chapter nine, I talk about scattering hope. Chapter 10, I talk about ending the stigma. Chapter 11, I talk about stepping out of pain. Chapter 12, I talk about being an example. I just want to take a moment and say thank you. And you can pick up your copy of Scattering Hope, A Guide to Healing After Losing a Loved One to Suicide in this episode's show notes. And most of all, and as always, remember, you are loved. Thanks for tuning in and listening to this episode of the You Are Loved podcast. For more information about suicide prevention, be sure to check out owlandthistle.com. That's owl as in the bird. Hoo-hoo. And if you're coping with the loss of a loved one due to suicide, we've been there too. And for more information, check out our sister company found at scatteringhope.com. Please like and subscribe to this program to stay current with all of our episodes and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Owl and Thistle or Scattering Hope. As always, remember, you are loved.